have you have you pressed have you pressed record oh uh yeah i did yeah well we're back amount of time i guess it's been a, f- a few months yeah um i mean the last time we recorded may have been last year technically yeah but oh gosh it's the middle of april yeah so many things happened in the nba so many things happened in our lives that we just didn't talk about on yeah. the podcast because we haven't made a podcast and we haven't made a podcast since we moved in yeah, we moved in, guys. We, we moved, lived moved together. In together. Yeah. It's been hectic, though. You know, it's been rough. Yeah. It's been a rough few months. You know, the AC went out for a couple of days. Yeah. Um, We, we had, had to figure out where all the five pools were. Yeah. I had that lamp issue. Yep. Oh, your TV. The TV. The TV is broke. It's still sitting there in, in our living room, not working. Yeah. The um, We had to, uh, you know... You had that hanger thing. Yeah, right? um, I have like, so this is actually crazy. I'm living life on the edge right now. Okay. I literally have the perfect amount of co-hangers. That's dangerous. Like I literally, if I got another shirt, which thank goodness I don't buy clothes for myself because I'm poor. But if I was given another shirt, I yeah. wouldn't have a hanger for it. I mean, you could just fold it, right? No, but it. like a collared, if I had another collared shirt. Oh, yeah. yeah. It'd be bad. So I don't know you what want, I'm do. You want a collared shirt, man? I mean, not really, but like if someone gave it to me. Or even pants. Like if I got pants or jeans or something. Well, I don't really <laughs> hang up jeans. Do you hang up jeans? I, it depends, you know? What does it depend on? You know. You're right, you're right. Like, I, I okay, here's, here's the thing. If I'm feeling like a little less lazy in that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Folding my clothes and I'm actually putting stuff on the hanger. Instead of just folding it and putting it in the drawer, then sure, yeah. Now, if I try on jeans, or even if I wear the jeans for a whole day, yeah, and then it's like late in the day, I mean, you obviously don't put the jeans in. You wear your jeans one time, you don't just throw it in the hamper. Well, no, because uh, you can wear jeans. This actually brings up another good question. Yeah. How many times are you allowed to wear jeans before you have to wash them? Now, presumably, you're not... Getting gross. Yeah, you're not like jeans. These aren't like work jeans. This is just like church jeans or like going out to eat type jeans, you know. How many times? How many times? I don't at the at at the uh expense of of looking gross. I'm afraid to answer. I wanna say four to five. I was thinking higher to be honest. Really? 
Well, here's the thing, though. When I wear jeans... No, I don't wear jeans that often. Exactly. But when I do, it's not an all-day affair. That, that's also true. I wear them at most half the day. How many days in Florida is the whole day cold? Cold enough to I, wear long... Maybe, like, six days, seven days, maybe a week's worth yeah. of days where, like, it's actually cold enough even in the sun to wear, Yeah, like cold clothes yeah but no I, I'm, I was thinking like seven or eight times before wow. i'm washing i recently washed my jeans actually now if i'm only wearing it for a few hours at a time then yeah yeah so like the only time i, I wear jeans and you know this and the people that know me know this the only time i would ever wear jeans is to church yeah also jay you got new glasses i did i got new glasses they're uh circular frames they're, they're circular frames i'm a big fan some people aren't but you know the majority the majority opinion is is positive yeah yeah people as, as it should be have given me you know i look like the meet the robinsons kid which well, i do you were always you're getting that already basically any blonde character in any show or movie i, I they're not very creative like. are they they're not but it's okay you know it's us blondes you know something we got to deal with you know yeah, yeah, white blondes are the real oppressed oppressed group in America. Exactly, it's rough. Yeah. You know, it's tough out here. Yeah, Jay's a big. Uh, he's also been uh, in the past five months really taking up Andrew Tate. Um, he's been in jail, Romanian prison. Yeah, and you were you led a protest about that, right? I did that, go right? visit. I, I did visit oh, him yeah? in Romania. Yeah, it was a great. You know, I learned a lot about that, or learned a lot from that experience. Interesting. Seriously, though, I wouldn't mind going to Romania. I mean, I'm sure it's there's some beautiful places in Romania. Yeah, there's um, there's a lot of like cathedrals and castles in Romania. That's what that's what I would think of when I think of Romania as a country. If there was a country where vampires, like if vampires did exist, they would live in Romania. Isn't that the thing? Isn't that like where Dracula is supposed to be from or something? Oh, really? I I wouldn't. I didn't know that. So I think I, I think you that? subconsciously knew that. Maybe I subconsciously knew that. I think it's Romania, or well, it's like Transylvania is like the fake. Is that a real place or no? I don't know. I don't think so. I assumed not. Should we look? I, I'm, a, I'm. Jamie, look that up. You. We don't have a Jamie. <laughs> uh, tran, how do you spell Transyl? Yeah, Hogan just left. I'm gonna not make a joke that pops in my head. Yeah, our our uh, Jamie is gone. Yeah, your your eyes look really good though. <laughs> Thank you, man. I, I, I get that a lot. I get that a lot. Actually. Oh, you do? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I got you know blue eyes. Some people, you know, some people just get lost in them. Yeah. Well, we can move on to a different topic. Yes, we can. Um, how do you spell Transylvania? Oh, it's a region in Romania. Also, that- the AC was, dude. It didn't feel like it was that loud. And then it's turned AC, off. And then it just turned off. Wait. I hope you couldn't hear that. They they probably can't. Okay, oh. say say the thing on Transylvania. So Transylvania is a region in Romania. It's real. It's not okay. Like, so we were we were spot on. We were great about this. this. I just knew where Vikings would be from. Vikings. Vikings. Vampires. Gosh, Vikings are from uh, Norway. We are firing on all cylinders. We're we are back. It. We're not rusty at all. We are back. Also, uh, I probably sound sick. Right now, not like the cool, like like ill with it. No, not like the cool sound, kind of sick, but like the actual, like my voice sounds different because I'm oh. sick. I am congested right now, but I'm still bringing you guys this content. You know, it's, I mean, this is the MJ flu game. Yeah, I'm having my flu podcast right now. Yeah, talking about Transylvania. We haven't even started talking about basketball yet. 
like a Rudy Gobert, seven foot one, and you just <laughs> tip the ball back on a on a rebound instead of grabbing it with two hands. Yeah, it's a it's an update. You guys were watching the OKC Minnesota play in game right now. We just got done watching my favorite Heat player, Max Struess, dropping thirty one against the Bulls. I mean, when people talk about the best play-in performances because that's a big topic. It's a big topic, especially over the I mean, last few years. Yeah, For some reason, they didn't talk about it much in like the 80s and 90s yeah. and 2000s. And I mean, I don't let me why. tell you one thing. LeBron, best play-in performer oh, yeah. we've ever seen. Now, talk about the master of the 7 to 10 seed, yeah. LeBron James. Now, when, you, when we really, when all is said and done, when the dust is settled, yeah. at the end of the day, it's going to be LeBron as the best play-in player Second, Max Struess. Yeah. Also, this is a side note. Sorry to completely... Uh, this is an ADD podcast. I'm just accepting it. When you said the dust settled, like, you know, that's a saying. Yeah. Right, that's a normal saying. I've never actually thought about that saying, and I just realized why you say, like, when the dust settles. Because when, like, there's no movement for a while, dust settles. Ah. Uh. Yeah, I've never thought about that. I'm sorry, huh. I apologize. I've just never thought about that saying before until that moment. Oh, get big! I, f- I feel like sorry. I mean that was a productive thing. I, I I guess I didn't think about it either. Have you ever thought vivid, like visually, about dust settling? You know, I don't think about dust often. I do. I'm allergic to dust. Do you see this? Rudy Gobert is a dirty player. He did that to Shea. Look at his eye. Actually, it looks kind of cool. It has like a, it's gonna be like a scar. That's gonna be a terrible uh, black eye tomorrow. Yeah, he's got four fouls. Ooh. Yeah, Shea is uh, playing one of his worst games I've seen him play all year. He had a rough first half against the Pelicans, but he came back. He looked really, really good. Okay, um, so. Are we going to actually be productive or are we just going to keep... No, I want to keep messing around for a little while, but... I'm low-key down. People actually... Most of our listeners like this the most. Yeah, it's a little alarming. Maybe we we just don't have ball knowledge. Maybe. We have like the 15% audience that actually listens for the basketball stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But most of our listeners just listen for this because they just enjoy us so much. Yeah, I mean, they like our voice. Yeah, Um, they like our voice. They... They like our humor, you know, we're oh, yeah. two of the funniest people that we know. Oh, absolutely. Yes, obviously. And the most humble. Well, that, you know, that kind of goes without saying. Yeah. I can't believe we got this Transylvania thing spot on. Um, But I will say we are going to get into actual stuff. We're, we're yes. going to, we wanted to watch this game while we were um, doing this podcast. Yeah. It, it looks like Timbers are going to win, and they'll play the Nuggets in the first round. But mm-hmm. we are going to give our um, predictions for awards, yes, MVP and all that stuff. We're going to give our predictions on um, all NBA teams, um, and then we are going to we, we might throw in some. Uh, we we have all the predictions we we did at the beginning of the season. So are we doing are we doing predictions or like what our vote would be? What our vote would be. Okay, because I like that better. That's Yeah, yeah. I'm doing that. Yeah, because same. I have a couple of them where it's like, they probably they're not going to win. But it would be my, yeah. No, I yeah. know what you mean. Same. Um, because a couple of these awards are a little a little political, to say the least. Uh, the media, man. The media but, uh, needs uh, just as much as the actual we will, game on the court. 
we will eventually get into playoff predictions. Yes, we will. So, um, but yeah, we uh, Jay and I are living together. Um, we are. It's been going. It's been going good. Yeah. I don't think we hate each other yet. No, not yet. We still got some months. We're like halfway through our lease. Yeah, we're almost kind of done. It's a little awkward. The next time we record will be when we don't live together. Now I'm playing. We'll work, we're going to yeah. be consistent throughout these playoffs. Yes. And then uh, I will ask you one thing, and I guess, it, well, it is basketball related. Um, but are you a little upset that you don't have a 0.3% chance at Victor Webanyama? You know, I am a little bit. If the Heat lost today, for to kind of give context for you guys... Yeah. Um, we were going to be put in the lottery, and so we had some small percentage chance of getting the number one overall pick, which meant Victor Webanyama, who is already the greatest basketball player of all time. Yeah. Um, and so I'm a little disappointed that we're not going to be able to get that. But you know, now we just have a chance to shock the world, man, and beat the Bucks in the first round. I I just want you guys to just piece them up a little, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Why, Celt- why would, Celtics are going to need that. Why would you want us to do that? I mean, you're not gonna win. What do you mean we're not gonna? But win? just make it physical. I don't. You don't need to hurt anybody. It's not. You know. You're not asking for that. No, I would never wish somebody got hurt. Of course not. Of course. That'd be terrible. That'd be a terrible thought. Oh man, I can't wait to warm Giannis up for you. Yeah, he's about to go crazy against you guys. Or or Bam's gonna piss him off. You guys are gonna get swept. But Giannis is gonna be a little inefficient. Because yeah. Bam's guarding him, yeah. and then he's just going to be pissed. And then he's absolutely going to go off. Yeah. You're welcome. Oh, he gets to deal with, you know, assuming the Cavs beat the Knicks, he would have to deal with Bam and then Mobley and Jared Allen and then you guys. Yeah, and actually, theoretically, not a great matchup for Giannis individually on like, any of these games. Yeah. Any, not until you get to the finals. Bro, if he gets to the finals and goes up against anyone, he's going to love Either life. Aiden... Jokic, I mean, Kavon Looney, slash Draymond Green. Yeah, no. But uh, what's been going on in the past five months? What can we even talk about? We didn't plan a uh, step back. We didn't, um, which shows you how rusty we are. Um, Yeah. I don't know, the last five months have kind of been a blur. Yeah, did they really happen? I don't know. I mean, we had Christmas. Yeah. That was in December. I don't remember anything about Christmas. Uh, I got shoes. Nice. Two pa- two pairs of shoes. Two? Three? No way. I think I had three pairs of shoes. <laughs> two two pairs of the same type of shoe. This is invigorating. Um, and then we had the New Year. That's Valentine's new- Day was great. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Update, guys. We're still single. Oh, yeah, yeah. We were... Uh, and we didn't even treat ourselves. We were going to do steak and wine. We still haven't done a steak and wine night. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe we do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next week or something. Definitely. Let's put it on our calendar. We're still lonely. We're so, we don't have to put it on the calendar. What do you mean? We, we have no plans. We're not busy. We're not. We're just not. We, uh, what's another big, big update? You know, we, um, we watched March Madness happened. That was, I didn't even watch it, dude. That, that was, was the that most, was one of the most dead March Madness. I mean, it's crazy. You weren't excited for FAU? 
I mean, that's cool, man. But these teams were just not good. No, it was, it was frustrating to watch. We both were watching some games, and it's just it's hard to watch. Drew, how do you feel about the take that uh, college basketball is better than the NBA? I'm not. The NBA doesn't play defense. And, I'm not going to talk about this. You know, they just care more in college because it's not about money. Yeah. Okay. The thing is, this is the only thing I'll say. This is the only thing I'm going to say. Okay. Here's the difference between college and NBA. Okay. Besides the glaring obvious stuff. Um, they're the college players' best attribute generally speaking, is defense. Yes. Yeah, that's like Comparatively, most most of these guys are good at defense and have no offensive bag. Nobody's shooting any type of crazy numbers or dropping any type of crazy numbers. Exactly. And that is the opposite in the NBA. Yes. Most players have an offensive bag. And that's why you see some of these guys who are not good at offense are able to stay in the NBA if they can just play defense. Matisse Thybul yeah. has been a starter in the NBA. Yeah. That's crazy. That's wild. He has he can't dribble. Right? Yeah. Surely not. Rudy Gobert. But Rudy Gobert is like 7-1 or whatever. Rudy Gobert I mean, just yeah. punched that. He punched his teammate. He did. And feels like the last time we talked was when Draymond punched his teammate. So Yeah. Yeah, he... Rudy Gobert's making Draymond look good. Making the Warriors look like they have great chemistry. Uh, Rudy Gobert. He'll always find a way on this podcast. He'll always have a place on this podcast for me to make fun of him. Yeah. And he just punched another guy. Yeah. But yeah, NBA is better than college. This is the reason we don't talk about college basketball. I mean, just so many stretches of no points... So many, so many missed free throws. I know Bro, I sound like an old head. I know I sound, I know we sound like old heads when we say <laughs> these guys can't make free throws. It's so bad. It, it's mostly in clutch time though. Literally, we're watching these games, guys, and once like it hits like two minutes or three minutes left in the game, it's like they forget how to play offense. Yeah, and there's just no scoring. It's it, just bad shot after bad it, shot. It doesn't make sense. And then, well. UConn won. They didn't have a game where they didn't win by double digits. Yeah. That's is, that's gross. It is gross. Really, really gross, actually. That's why the NBA is better. And that's why we talk about the NBA. You know, where there's no controversy and no, you know, bad apples, you know. Like, think about John Moran. John Moran's such a class citizen. Really just lives life the right way. Yeah, dude. And now he is. I saw he's suing the teenager. No way. Yeah, for like defamation and stuff. Which is like. In the world. What? Yeah, John Morant showed a gun to a teenager or whatever. Not a great look. Even if it's like. Even if it was like. You know. I don't care how annoying. Out of context. Yeah. And I don't care how annoying the teenager was. He probably was annoying. Yeah. But still, bro, you can't be doing that. We had Rihanna do the Super Bowl halftime yes, show. Yes, the Super Bowl. Freaking Super Bowl Pat happened. Mahomes. Yep. Gosh. Rihanna was pregnant. Rihanna, Rihanna's pregnant. She's having a child. Yeah. Is it another child? She already has a child, right? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't really care about her children. Just drop another album, right? Honestly, <laughs> it's yeah. It's been seven years. I, I need another Rihanna album. Rihanna over Beyonce. 
Yeah. Yoshi's know worth over a billion dollars. That's crazy. That's crazy. You know, you know the uh, halftime performers don't actually get paid for the halftime. Yeah, show? I heard about this. They do it just because. Yeah, I mean, it kind of makes sense because it's like like you're getting. I mean, Rihanna was the most streamed person for like a couple weeks after that, after the Super Bowl. Hmm. So, like, you're going to make a ton of money. Yeah, and, like, you don't really pay for anything in the performance. Like, it's all paid through sponsorships, probably. Yeah, realistically, you're getting stuff paid for. Yeah. And also, she, I mean, how much stuff did she really have? Like, it was just the dancers. And the, like, well, she was the stage those, like, that went up in the air. It was kind of cool. She didn't do a whole lot, and everybody was trashing her for that. Yeah. But it's like, she, I mean, she's pregnant. She's pregnant. You try and get up there and dance pregnant. She's still, just because it's her songs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care. Like, I also want to say I called the first song. I was thinking the same thing. You you nailed it. What was the yeah. first song? Uh, <laughs> so it's it's a female dog is the first word. Better have my money. <laughs> you uh, did call it, though. You called it. And I was proud of you. Did yeah. you put any money on any of those things? You know, the Super Bowl, you bet on those weird stuff like... I did not. Color of the Gatorade, I did how not. long the national anthem is. Nope. We had the Masters. I bet on that. You did. And, and I won. And I, yeah, I bet John Rahm, and I won. Guys, I don't have a gambling problem. I have a winning problem. Oh, gosh. <laughs> We're is, going all over the place right is it, now. Is it really gambling if you never lose? I that, mean... That's the question. It's the age-old question. I mean, that's the first question ever asked, right? Yeah, and it never you never get past it because you just always need something to, you know, scratch that itch. Well. You know what's crazy I mean, yeah, about Yeah, sometimes the, winning gets boring. Well, yeah. You know what's crazy about the, the phrase, like, scratch that itch? Yeah. You could technically say it the other way around. That sounds weird. Would you? I wouldn't, but you could. <laughs> like, it would still kind of make sense. I don't want to say it because it sounds weird. No. All right, top five Chris's in the world. Oh. In the world? Yeah, top um, five. Go. Chris. One. Top five Chris's. One. Go. I mean, I, I just recently I've been in love with Chris Pratt. We saw Mario. That was something else we've done. Yeah. Is that, a, I feel like that's Is that a, your number one, really? It's not number one. I, I haven't, you know. Dude, I've, just be confident. <laughs> uh, Chris... I mean, Chris Rock got slapped by Will Smith a while ago, um, but he's—I feel like he's handling that well. Yeah, I mean, he's making a lot of money off it. He's—he's he's got a bit. He does in his stand-up, now. yeah, um, with it, which is just a lock. Speaking of stand-up, and another comedian, Chris Tucker. Mm-hmm. He, I like Rush Hour is one of my favorite, you know, karate okay. movies or like you know, cop slash karate movies. Okay. Uh, you know. Um, Chris Hemsworth is beautiful. Yeah, some would say he has beautiful eyes. Yeah, as well. Yeah, it's easy to get lost in them, you know. A lot of these Chris's that are you know celebrities, actors, um, they have great eyes. I don't know, something about it you get lost in their eyes. Yeah. Um, Chris, you got Chris Evans, obviously. I mean, yeah, but I didn't want to also he's say kind of Chris a, Evans. He's kind of annoying. You know, he is, like he feels weird. I don't know. I'm taking Hemsworth over Evans all day. Probably, but I would take Pratt over both of them. Really? Okay. Isn't there a politician? 
I'm sure there's a politician with the first name Chris, yeah. Yeah, but he like ran for president. You know, I'm surprised you haven't said somebody else that is really close to you. Like, really, like... I mean, there's Chris Paul, Chris Middleton. You hate Chris Paul. I do hate. And you're, and you're not a fan of Chris Middleton either? I don't mind Chris Middleton. He's just on well, the yeah. box. He's I mean, close to me. Most people don't hate Chris Middleton. I mean, Brandon Carroll does for some reason. He does hate Chris Middleton. I don't understand, but it's fine. I hate this but Chris. My no, you love. Oh, old Chris. Old yeah. Chris is probably in top five. Drew has an alter ego named Old Chris. I don't know if we've mentioned before on the podcast. Yeah, guys, my middle name is Christopher. Yes, which is a great name, Andrew Christopher Seibel. That's that's so white. It just flows off the tongue. Yeah, that's how you. And then you look at me and you're like, "Wait a minute, I'm so con- I'm so conflicted." Where are you from? Oh, Chris Chris Birdman Anderson. Stop. You tell me to give you a top five. I said like eight. All right, top five. Mm, Kyle's. Uh, Kyle McCrone. Yes. One. The step back three. Step back three. Um. I just. How many Kyles are there? I just thought of terrible. I just thought of a terrible Kyle. Well, I don't know. He's, I don't know. I don't want to get political. What? Uh, there's a certain Kyle that had like a whole, you know, trial about. Oh. Yeah, I forgot his last name. He, we don't. We don't need to say his last name. No, we should. We should talk about him. <laughs> uh. For some reason, I was thinking. Of, <laughs> I don't know. Like, what celebrities are named Kyle? Uh, Kyle Lowry. Okay, let's be let's be real. Kyle. You hate Kyle Lowry. Um. I, I mean, I don't hate you. Hate throw around this world word hate. You dislike Kyle Lowry. Yes, as a yes. I don't even know another famous Kyle. Kyle Chandler. He's the guy Mike from. He's a guy from. Uh, um, Friday Night Lights. You know the show. Yes, he's the dad in like every show. Oh. Uh, like the hot, I mean, he's a hot dad. There's not a, a lot of famous Kyles. No, there really isn't. Kyle Bush was never a fan of him when I, I, I don't know. I feel like every, hey, did did you ever pay attention to NASCAR when you were like young? Weirdly, yes. Yeah, yes. a little bit. Like yeah. you knew the, you, you knew the guys. You, yeah, you would pay, you would pay attention. Like Jimmy Johnson, Jeff Gordon, Dale Tony Arnold Stewart, Jr., Tony Stewart. Like Kyle Bush, obviously. Yeah, Joey Logano. Interesting. I think but every, but I, then, when was the cutoff age? When, when was, was the age where you stopped care, like caring at all about NASCAR? Probably some point in middle school. Yeah. Probably like early, early middle or 12. school. Yeah. Strange. I, I think I just, I don't know why I cared. I had like the, some of the cars. Yeah, too. I was about to say. Yeah, I had <laughs> yeah. some of the cars. Yeah, and I had a, they had like NASCAR cards, like, like you know, baseball and football oh, I cards. I didn't they, have the cards. I had some of those. Maybe because we're That's, near Daytona? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. You let us know. You guys let us know. Kyle Corver? The <laughs> Kyle from um, the song I Spy. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Walker. Yes. The right, the defender. Yeah. Oh, um. Manchester City. Isn't the guy from. Zoe 101, the black dude. Isn't his real name Kyle? Dude, 
Do you expect an answer from like, me? I feel like you should know that. Why don't you know his real name? And now I have to look it up. If I nailed this, I think it's. I think because he's. I know he was your favorite character. He's Matt. He's. I think he's Cor- the guy from Corey in the House's brother. Corey in the House. The uh, his name's Christopher um, Massey. See, have a brother named Kyle. You're really, you're really stretching it here. Um, Type in Kyle Massey. Siblings, Kyle Massey. Yes, dude. Well, how did you know that? <laughs> Let's go. What? Let's go. He was in <laughs> Corey in the house. Oh, Corey in the house was Kyle Massey. The other and, one was and, Chris Massey. And he was in that so. Wait, Raven. so there was a Chris and a Kyle, both the famous dude. That's crazy. That is so wild. What just happened? We talked about famous Chris's and Kyle's, and we got to the Massey brothers. Oh man, we're that's unbelievable. That's wild. Wow. Full circle. We should call this podcast full circle. Full circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Big Sean. Yeah, it's a great song. What happened to Big Sean? He he's not very good anymore, is he? <sighs> Probably not. You know, it's fine though. <clears throat> um, you know, okay. one day we should rank the worst stadium names. In basketball, I mean the Heat. The Heat are up there now. The Heat are now up there. Well, I don't even know how to pronounce that. I mean, your hands were tied. You, you guys made a terrible decision with the FTX Arena. How yeah. did you not know that was a scam? I don't know. Be better. I, ask the other millionaire Bitcoin people, cryptocurrency. Be better. You're not wrong. We, we our whole season should be titled "Be Better." There should be a documentary about our season called "Be Better." The Heat might be. We're the third biggest disappointment of this season. So Mavs won. Who's second? Minnesota. No. Nobody thought. I mean, maybe some people thought. Didn't uh, Kenny, you know, the YouTuber, have uh, Minnesota top top three seed or something? Top two? It was someone weird. Because they were like, I mean, he made a decent case for it. Yeah. Like, they're built to win in the regular season. Oh, yeah, yeah, which is Nah, kinda... Minnesota's not disappointment. It's their first year with the trade and everything. But I would say Mavs, number one. Heat might be number two. Yeah. Um, I mean, it depends on what you consider. This game is over, Disappointment. Dude. Like, is the Lakers season a disappointment in the play-in? Like, I mean... It's the Warriors season of disappointment. I guess it depends season. what they do in the playoffs. But regular season wise, yes, it is a disappointment for the Warriors and Lakers. Yeah. I had Warriors as the one seed. Yeah. I had them at the two probably. Do we wanna get into like our bad takes? Yeah, let's get into some of our really, really bad ones because I have some bad ones. Ugh, I had the heat. Why oh, hold on first I don't know why I thought about this. Whitest name ever. Go. <laughs> you remember that Kyle that we thought of earlier? The, oh, yeah. The one that did the bad thing. Why can't I think of his last name? Well, he has a white name. Something like Shy, something Shire. <laughs> no? You talking about the Hobbit right now? No, no. The Shire? I think I'm thinking of the. Uh, it's it, it's doing no sense name? to anybody, but he this Kyle that I'm thinking of is a long drive guy. Like, you know, the golf 
the long <laughs> our, atten- our retention right now is it's already bad he hits the point, ball but it is plummeting right he, now your retention's plummeting right now he's not even but his last about, name is berkshire you're not even talking about golf you're talking about a weird version of golf <laughs> it's a, a version that a lot of people would probably prefer because it's literally him just pounding driver you gotta use english i don't know how to explain it they hit it really his last hard. name's Berkshire. That's why. <laughs> that's why I thought about him. Well, this Kyle, his last name is Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse. That's pretty white. It's pretty white. Um, another white name. Just first name. White is first. Name. Oh, white is first name. Yeah. I mean, Kyle's up there. Chad. Chad. Well, you you want you want me to give you one? Nick. Yeah, Nick's pretty white. Nick. What were you gonna say? Keith. Keith. <laughs> I have an uncle. Keith. <laughs> is he white? He's white. Yeah. He's very white. Okay. Uh, Hank, uh, yeah, Gary, Gary, yeah, oh, Gary. yeah, ooh, um, um, I mean, Tim, yeah, Tim is Steve, well, not really, Steve. Yeah. I still think Keith, is, Keith, I'm not like that's, that's the whitest one. Is there someone that's not white named Keith? I feel like there is, right. Could that be the whitest name if there's someone with... Bro, I just found one. He's an American actor. Keith Powers. He was the first Keith that popped up when I typed in Keith. All right, I stand corrected. Let's see. Uh, let's let's think of another name. Um, Ronald. That's... Ted? Ted Lasso. I just saw Ted Lasso. What a great Anything show. Ted. Yeah, great show. <laughs> Ted Lasso. Oh gosh. Um, my worst take. We're just go. We're going back. We're going. We're we're going yes. back. Worst take. Okay. Worst take. Where what do we want to go? In our top one hundred, or standings? Um. Let's just go. Let's go stand. Let's just stick with standings because top one hundred. So like, it's not even worth going into that much. Yeah. Okay. Now we both had. We all. Me, you, and Gabe all had the Kings as the 11th seed. Wow. But to be fair to us, so did everybody. I think everyone on the planet. So, like, yes, we can call that a, a bad take, but yeah. that's everybody's bad take. Exactly. I think my my personal worst take may have been the Knicks as the 11th seed. That's bad. Yeah, I mean, I had him at 10, which isn't much better. But, yeah, them being the 5 seed for the 11 seed, that's rough. Because, like, I think you yours was just strictly personal. I mean, yeah, I, I just, like, yeah, I was definitely emotional with like, that one. You, may, you, you, you let your emotions dictate that decision. Yeah, and I'm usually a logical guy. Oh, always. But Definitely a logical human being. Yeah. Do you want to formally apologize to a certain Knicks player? Yeah. Are we already going to go there? Um, now, I will say, I'll give a caveat to my apology. So, of you course. know, not a real apology. Typical. Um, but I will say, if you just revert back to what you did last year, Julius Randle, <laughs> I'm, I'm taking back, back this apology. So you're already setting the precedent that you're probably going to take back this apology? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's however you want to think about it. Yes. Because, I mean, if you think Julius Randle is going to do the same thing that he did this year and next year, 
then no. Like, he had a great season. He was much more efficient. He was just better all around. He was better in clutch time, and it showed in their record of the five seed. And they deserved it, to be completely honest. They played really, really well. Um, They were better than the Heat. They were, they're obviously a better team than the Nets now that, you know, everything happened. We, we haven't done an episode. We, the last time we did an episode was even a couple months before all the Nets stuff happened. Yeah. Kyrie ended up on the Mavericks. Kevin Durant, obviously on the Suns is wild, but I still guessed the Nets perfectly. I put them at the six. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. Cause I knew something like that was going to happen. Yeah. I, th- I mean, I figured, I just figured people would play. Less games, like Ben Simmons wouldn't play a ton of games. Kyrie wouldn't play a ton of games. Which aren't um, necessarily wrong. Yeah, I didn't think their whole team was going to be uprooted. But yeah. either way, they got the six seed. Uh, either that is my worst take or... Now, I, 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 this is technically worse because I had them I had them as the four seed in the West. And they finished as the 11th seed, the Mavericks. Mm, I had them Technically, the, a bigger difference. I had them at the three seed. Okay, dang. yeah. Um, but before the trade and stuff, they were like the four or five seed. Yeah, I'm I don't sure. know what happened. It when they got they got Kyrie, and I I mean obviously Luca was out for a little bit, but they got worse. They made this trade to make them a contender, but they got worse. Their record was really bad. I mean, I and you've had this take for a while. I was kind of like lukewarm on Jason Kidd, but you've not liked Jason Kidd for a while. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I've kind of been saying that like they can't win with him as their coach. And I think you're spot on. They have to fire him. Oh yeah, they probably will. Um, but they, the thing is, if they were going to, they would have already done it. So um, it makes me yeah. think that they're going to keep him until next year, which is kind of scary. I don't know why That's they dumb. would do that. And that, and they got to pay a seven hundred fifty thousand dollars fine, which is nothing. Yeah, Mark Cuban doesn't care. Like, I, I mean, I personally think that if they, because that pick that they're giving up is top ten protected. Yeah, I think if it falls in top ten, they should have to give it up. If you truly think that they, like, if you're gonna give them a fine, then you think they were guilty of whatever yeah. you think they were doing. Yeah, and and to give to give context and listeners, like the last game of the year. Basically, they didn't play their players so they could make sure they could stay in the t- bottom 10 worst teams in the NBA Yeah, to keep their pick because if they didn't, then the Knicks were going to get their first round pick. And yeah. so the NBA got obviously angry about that, fined them. But I see what you're saying. Like, So you're saying if it falls in the top 10, even like yeah. top five, top three, they should still Yeah, or pick. change it to a top five protected or something. Yeah, yeah. Because it, clearly you found them guilty. Exactly. But you just didn't want to give them that bad of a punishment. Yeah. But still, it's like, what are they going to do? Kyrie's not going to resign, surely. I don't know. I mean, well, you can't really trust anything Kyrie says, but That's he true. did say. What um, did he say? Like, wanted to resign? He said that he wanted to stay in Dallas. He said he liked it in Dallas. Yeah, but he said that everywhere he's been. Yeah. He said that about Cleveland, about Boston, about... Yeah, he he's literally... He said about Boston. Yeah, he's literally lied to every fan base. And he he hates Boston, and he said that about Boston. Yeah. Hmm. 
But yeah, for me, definitely Mavericks is my biggest like L take. And then the Knicks from a, item at a 10 seed. I mean, having the Thunder at the 13 seed, I don't really, I guess not that big of a deal. Yeah. The Kings at the 11 seed is bad for me. But I got both one seeds correct. Wow. Yeah, Nuggets and Bucks. Yeah, I did not. I had the Warriors. That was another bad take. I had them as the one seed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had them at the two, so. Yeah, definitely bigger. some gross stuff. And I think they're the second favorite to come out of the West. Them or them the Nuggets. I think they might be tied. It just shows that, like, with the way the NBA's been the last couple of years, because players just don't play a lot of games, like, the seeding doesn't really matter yeah. when it gets to the playoffs, like, as far as, like, favorites. Yeah. Like, yeah, and with trades as well. Like, the Warriors still have the exact same team they had last year, and they won the championship, but they're just the sixth seed because of injuries and situations. Yeah. It's interesting, though. I definitely undervalued the Grizzlies. That was kind of a minor one that I undervalued. I had them at the six seed, and they got the two seed. Yeah, I had um, them as the five. Yeah. Clippers and Suns, I just had to flip them. I put them at four and five. I had Suns as the eight seed. Interesting. It wasn't a, a great take. They, Which, at the time, I understand with how things were going. They were in the play-in for a while, but it was honestly because Devin Booker was missing a lot of time at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Um, or it was like he missed he, – after like 20 games, he got hurt and missed like 15, 20 games or something like that. Um, and so the record tanked. So even without Kevin Durant, I mean, they haven't even – Kevin Durant hasn't actually played that many games with them. Yeah. What even without keep? Kevin Durant, with Devin Booker healthy, they're better than an eight seed Yeah, that oh, yeah, I had yeah. them at. So, I mean, it was a bad take. Yeah, it's just they're built. They are built to win regular season games. Yeah, I mean, it was because I I understand where what my logic was. Their bench is still not good. Yeah, which is the only thing that might stop them mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Yeah, but I don't know why on earth I had the Rockets at the twelve seed. Yeah. I had them as the 14 seed. Why would I do that to myself? Why would I do that? I had the Pistons as the 13 seed in the East. They had the worst record. Do you want to tell people about your? Uh, oh my gosh! Your bet that you made. Easiest bet of my life, Ricky. If you're listening to this, um, you owe me Angie's subs, um, full meal, um, with the fries and everything. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great, great, witness. great little uh, sub shop by the beach over here in Jacksonville. Yep. So. Um, but he's a Pistons fan, and he he's let's call it how it is. He's a casual. He's a casual, <laughs> and uh, he can't. There's no way of him refuting because he's not here. Um, but I was, you know, I was I've been very high on the last couple draft picks from the Pistons. I was like, you're, you know, Cade obviously getting the one oh one, got lucky in the lottery. You didn't mess it up. You took Cade. Yeah. And then Jaden Ivey at getting him fifth. With Keegan Murray going to f- going forth, I-, I think that was best case scenario. Um, now looking back, I mean, maybe Ben McMatherin's been better, but you still take Jaden Ivey. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, he has a better upside. Yeah, um, but the the bet was if they finish in the play-in, I believe they just finish in the play-in, knock it out of the play-in, just basically a top ten, top seed. ten seed in the East. I lose. I have to give Ricky. My friend, a uh, an Angie sub 
and fries, but then I think I had to give him like one extra thing because he wanted he wanted some you know some odds on his side. Yes, like a dessert or something with it. Um, now, if they didn't finish, if they finished eleven through fifteen seed, then I win. I get I get a meal. Um, <laughs> that's, that's the easiest. That's the easiest. And that's better than money. And guys, if you didn't know this, the Pistons had the worst record in the NBA. And yeah. It wasn't even close. They weren't trying to win games. I mean, at the end of the day, Ricky is a casual again. He doesn't understand <laughs> the value of losing games, of tanking. It's one thing that's honestly wrong with the NBA. Yeah, but and you know we're not going to be able to fix it. Yeah, you can't really. I don't think you can fix it. I mean, they they've done done the whole lottery thing, and so you have. I mean, they have the same amount. They have the same chance of getting the number one overall pick as the Spurs and Rockets. Yeah, and so. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. Them them winning three less games than the Rockets shouldn't matter in the grand scheme of things. No, no. Oh man, but yeah, those that's probably most of our standings. Bad takes. Yeah, I'm looking at my. I mean, my All NBA takes. None of them were like terrible. There's just a lot of injuries. Yeah, I, I was looking at mine as well. I feel the same. Like. Like if Steph didn't get hurt, yeah, he probably would have been All NBA first team. Same with LeBron. Same with KD. K- yeah. KD probably would have been first team. I mean, over Jason Tatum, maybe. Yeah, if I he have, had the numbers. I have Ja, over. Tatum, Booker, LeBron, and Joel Embiid on my second team. Yeah. Um, Actually, I do have one bad take. What? Bam Adebayo on my third <laughs> NBA, the All NBA third team. I do too. I mean, he's. Realistically, the fourth best center. Or, fifth, well, fifth, unless no. Anthony Davis is a center. Anthony yeah, Davis is a center. Bam went from, he just started the year as the third best center, and now he's the fifth best center. Sabonis is going to make an all NBA team. As he should. He should, yeah. Probably over Anthony Davis, because I don't know if yeah. Davis played enough games. Yeah, he, he only played, I think, 56, yeah. something, 53. Uh, but nothing else bad. Um, awards. I did have, I think if Tyrese Halliburton didn't get hurt, he might have won most improved. I don't know. There, there's, this was actually a crazy year for most improved. There's so many good, there's so many people that deserve to win it. Yeah. Probably any other year, similar to the MVP. Yeah. But just with most improved. Yeah. A lot of people deserve to win it. I had my like hot take that I didn't know why I did this, but I just thought he was going to go off. I had Jaden Ivey as rookie of the year. And it was mainly because I just didn't want to pick Paolo. But yeah. deep down, I knew Paolo was going to win it. I had uh, Benedict Matherin as my second. Your second? Who did I have? Now, he's probably... I had Shadon Sharp as my second. Shadon Sharp, I think, might make it like all-NBA second team. Or all-rookie second team. He probably will. Yeah. <laughs> I had Tari Eason as my hot take for that. Ah, uh, nice. Nice. I had uh, Bam Adebayo as my defense player of the year. I did, too. But, I mean, I mean, after watching the play-in game that we just watched, he's he's still great defensively. Oh, yeah. It's just offensively, he's... I don't know what his deal is right now, but it's fine. And then... I had, I had Christian Wood as my sixth man of the year. Yeah, we, we I remember we had similar takes on these. We did. Because I think what it was is we gave these takes like a game after... Yeah, we the did. season. We, we waited a little, and bit. then we so we saw like Christian Wood was supposed to be starting. Yeah, and then he was, was coming off the bench, and we were weird. like, 
Well, if he's coming off the bench, he's going to win six yeah. man of the year. But he was, and halfway through the year, he was in the conversation. Yeah. Or maybe not that far, but weird year for the Mavericks in general. It really was. There was a couple teams where it was just strange. I mean, they were one of those, like, I'm interested to see what they do. But I think my worst take on a, it, it was on the second team all defense. I had Ben Simmons. Oh, God. <laughs> Why would you ever put Ben Simmons on that? I, this My logic was, well, he's not going to do much else. That's true. And so he's going to, I mean, and then just a few weeks in the season, you see him not even really trying defensively. Yeah, it was, I remember you were getting really frustrated with him. Uh, I mean, I got to a point where I can't defend this guy anymore. He can't defend either. Exactly. Which is so frustrating. Imagine if you're 6'10", his build. His build. You just don't even, give effort. Even if you can't shoot. Even if you are the worst shooter in the NBA. Like, you can still give value. <laughs> uh, my worst defensive team take? I mean, maybe DeJounte Murray on my second team. Didn't you have uh, Evan Mobley as your hot take? For defense play, I did. I did. That's he a great take. take. I think he's gonna finish like fourth, or maybe even third over Bam in the voting. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, for he a was, second year, he was my hot take. He's just, this is his third year. Is it? Yeah. Am I an idiot? You're not an idiot, man. I'm pretty sure this is third year. There's no way last year was his rookie year. Yeah, it, dude. This is his second year. That's wild. Yeah. That's such a compliment to him, which, to be fair, he didn't, like, really. Like, he got minorly better, but he didn't take, like, a crazy. Like, he averaged a point more. He's doing the same thing, basically. He played, like, half a minute more. Yeah. He is shooting way better. He he went 4% points up in field goal percentage. But, I mean, this is the take that you've given for a while. And yeah. it's going to show with Evan Mobley is he's already there defensively. All he's got to do is grow his offensive game. Yeah. And that's so much easier at the NBA level than growing your defensive game. Which is why I've always been so frustrated with Ben Simmons and Rudy Gobert. Yeah. It's like they are naturally good at, I think, the more difficult side of the ball. Yeah. Which is being a defensive stopper. It's crazy. Like you can literally... Every offseason, work on your shot. Yeah. So much easier than working on your defensive awareness and ability yeah. and all-around attributes. At like this that. point, Rudy and Ben Simmons, as long as they're, as they're giving 100% and they're fully healthy and in great shape, they're not going to get worse defensively. Exactly. Like They're always going to have a spot on a team because of their defense, but they could just be so much better if they figured out an offense. But, you know, Ben it's, Simmons used to have it figured out because he was so good at playmaking, but... Now he's just not at all a threat scoring the ball that his playmaking's gotten worse. And he was a great he was a great finisher at the rim. Like honestly. Yeah. No, exactly. Like the reason LeBron is such a good playmaker is because he could score the ball. Yeah. So you have to take him seriously scoring the ball and then he just finds the open man. Yeah. Uh but should we uh do our based on this year, after watching this year, after watching all eighty two games? What we would vote for if we had a vote for each major award. Yes. Should we go for it? All right. Absolutely. 
I have my uh, I have my phone. Should we save MVP for last? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> should we start with the new award, Clutch Player of the Year? Yeah. Let's go with the new award. It, it's De'Aaron Fox. It is De'Aaron Fox. I think we both have De'Aaron Fox. Had the most fourth quarter points. He had a few game winners. Shout out Tyler Hero though. He had some, he most of his game winners in the beginning of the season though. Yeah, so he had it's like people were forgetting. With it. He had like three in the beginning of the year. It was wild. It was wild. We were in a close game every game. Yeah. Demar Derozan deserves a shout out as well. Yeah, I mean he's one of those guys. Absolutely. Kyrie Irving, if he played a full season, I think. Yeah. Would be would be in that running every year, Damian Lillard, of course. Yeah, Damian Lillard's. Oh man, I love Damian Lillard. But yeah, Clutch Player of the Year, our vote goes to De'Aaron Fox. Yes, congratulations. Congratulations to you. All right, next award. What do you want to do? Coach of the Year. Coach of the Year. Same team, Mike Brown. I have the exact same pick. He, Mike Brown. I, I don't Sacramento Kings coach. I don't see how, and I'm I'm a Celtics fan, and Joe Mazzula is the favorite, like slightly. It, it's it's very close between a few guys. Yeah, Mike Brown right behind him, but yeah. I don't understand how you can. Everybody had the Kings out of the play-in. Like at least, like maybe you see some hot takes with people having them as the nine or ten seed and getting in the play-in, but yeah, nobody had them not in the play-in at, at least. Yeah. Like no one had him above a seven. They they were just and it's because of their lack of defense yeah. and they just showed that defense doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. No, literally they just outscored the yeah. every opponent. And I don't know how it's going to work in the playoffs, but yeah, we'll see. Regular season wise, they've been one of the best offenses of all time. Yeah, the reason I think Mike Brown should win it is because he didn't like inherit. An already well-oiled machine. Yeah, like he inherited a mess, and it's been a yeah. mess for almost two decades. Um, whereas the the Celtics, record-wise, not that different from last year. I think they yeah. were also the two seed. Yeah, last year as well. I think we were the three. Yeah, the three seed last year, but still, like yeah. games-wise, not that much of a difference as far as wins and losses. Um, there were minor things that were better. Yeah. Like I think Tatum and Brown as individuals got better. Yeah, offensively I think we were better. Derek White. Yeah, but they're both both, both first year head coaches at their yeah. teams. So I think Mike Brown deserves it. I mean he made at the end of the day, he made Tra- Trey Lyles look good off the bench. Which is wild. Yeah. That's wild, actually. Um, Ugh. what else they do? I mean, Keegan Murray looks amazing. I love Keegan Murray. He's one of those dudes that He's just gonna play winning basketball his entire career. Yeah, I think. Like um, Kevin, he's just one of those guys. Kevin Herter was. I mean, he kind of cooled off a little bit. He but did. But his start of the year, he's still so. I mean, he's an X factor for them in the playoffs. Oh yeah, he needs some big high, shots. If he's on, like he can match. He's not as good of a shooter as those other guys, but like he can yeah. match them. And you got a. Uh, uh, speaking of being on. Um, Malik Monk apparently oh, knows man. how to turn on <laughs> De'Aaron Fox. Imagine saying that. <laughs> Just a great post game interview. Oh man, imagine saying that. And he didn't. He didn't even realize it. De'Aaron Fox realized it. Yeah. And then he was like, "Oh, pause." 
Man said... I mean, they've known each other for a while, man. They've known each other for a long time. Yeah. Man just says, I know how to turn on De'Aaron Fox. I know how to turn on my teammate. That's wild. How do you get away with that? But he's he's looked good as well. I don't know if there's many players that have not looked better. When you think of all of the players individually for their whole career, this is one of the best seasons for all of them. It is, actually. And so, we, don't even, we haven't even mentioned Sabonis. Yeah. He's man, been the third goodness. best center in the NBA. He has been. He's been so good this year. Um, Over 12 rebounds and over seven assists. It's the playmaking. I mean, it's... 61% from the field. He's making just great decisions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's trying to play more like Jokic instead of shooting a ton. Yeah. So... It's, yeah, averaging 7.3 assists is crazy. It's crazy. But, yeah, Mike Brown, coach Mike of the Brown, year. coach of the year. Um, Congratulations, and I, you have our vote. I don't think we're going to have a different take for rookie of the year either. No, if we, we, we can't just try and be different to be different. No. Paolo Bancaro. It's Paolo. Now, who's your, who's your second? Because it's between two guys, I think. Yeah. That's tough. I mean, I have like a bias pick. Yeah. Because I really, really value winning basketball. Yeah. And Keegan Murray, like averaging over 41% from three. You never see it from rookies. Exactly. Like it's scary. It's kind of scary. Granted, he came in already like 22 years old, kind of more developed as a yeah. player. Um, but him and then I like Benedict Mathen a lot too. Yeah, it's between those two guys. Yeah. I I would probably. But you've always you had a special place with Benedict Mathurin. I think my heart says Benedict Mathurin. Mm-hmm. Just because he's he's a little m- bit more fun to watch right now. Yeah, like he's a little more fly. I mean, Keegan Murray. You just rather have him. At the end of the day. Yeah, if you're trying to win games, you probably right now would want Keegan Murray getting yeah. minutes on your team. But now, yeah, do you think the Rockets right now? would trade Jabari Smith for Keegan Murray, theoretically, if they could. I don't think they would because of Jabari Smith's upside, especially yeah. on the defensive end. And he, he, he had a decent year. He might not make first-team rookie. Yeah. I, I don't think he will. But he uh, <laughs> he's still good defensive. Like, he had a good defensive year. Yeah. And, I don't know, he's going to figure out how to – he has an offensive game. He just needs to figure that out, kind of. Yeah, again, like a typical rookie. He had like a normal rookie year. Yeah. Like 30% from three. Yeah. It's just Keegan Murray has been crazy. But, yeah. But, yeah, rookie of the year, Paolo Bencaro. Congratulations. You have both of our votes. We've yep. agreed on every single take so far. Not not great podcasting. No, I don't think – I think we're probably going to agree. Yeah. I was going to do six-man next. Yeah, we need to stir up the pot here. Do I just do it to be intentional? Well, who'd you vote? Who is your vote for? Okay, I have Brogdon. I think quickly will win it. Interesting. Okay. Even though quickly play started twenty one of the like eighty one games he played this year. Yeah. Um, and they had similar stats. They had very similar stats. We were talking about earlier. Um, but Brogdon was just more efficient. And so, and, and I mean, they're both good defensively. I don't know who you'd rather have defensively. Uh, Brogdon. Just because of size, I guess. Size and 
but just defensive IQ. Yeah. I did also have Malcolm Brogdon as my sixth man of the year. Yeah. Um, again, I value winning basketball. He was getting the same numbers on better efficiency on a better team. Yeah. Um, and so that's really my main thing. His numbers did drop a lot. Obviously, that's going to happen going yeah. from Indiana to Boston. Starting. Yeah, that as well. Um, he played the lowest minutes he's played in his career, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, he was rookie of the year. He was, but he was 24 Crazy. years old as a rookie. Jeez. Gosh, imagine being 24. Oh, God. That's us this year. That is us this year. Oh, man. That's brutal. Uh, that means we still have a chance. If he was a rookie at 24, we can be a rookie yeah. at 24. We got plenty of time. Yeah, we got this summer to get in the lab. Yeah. It's getting good but shape. But 44% from three. Yeah, he was he was crazy. I mean, he, he just makes the right decision. Jeez, man. Um, but I will say, if you want to make the argument for quickly, it's not difficult because a lot of the advanced analytics favor him slightly. Yeah. So uh, he is the slight favorite in Vegas. It's hard to vote on stuff like that. But like, I don't know. I feel like recently the Six Man of the Year award has been kind of obvious. Yeah, like last year it was obviously... Um, Tyler Hero. Yeah, Tyler Hero. Yeah. Well, my voice is really going. That's okay. It's struggling right now. That's right, man. It's hitting that, uh, or it's just raspy and breaking a lot. That's right, man. That's good for, uh, like, ASMR. Yeah, maybe. If, you, if you're if you into ASMR, I'm glad my voice could be soothing. Yeah. To maybe, you. Or maybe that's bad for ASMR. I don't know. I don't know. Let, uh, us, let us know. Uh, yeah, let us know in the comments or whatever. <laughs> All right, next thing you want to vote on. You want to do most improved? Yeah, I flip-flopped on this. I didn't actually. I was pretty set on this one. Like, obviously, there's a lot of options, but I was pretty okay. firm on this. My pick, my vote for most improved player of 2022-2023 yeah. is Laurie Markkinen. I have Laurie Markkinen, too. My goodness. Are we going to have every <laughs> okay, single... Okay, I'm going to change my pick to Shea. Okay. And, and literally in my notes, I wrote... My heart says SGA. You do love SGA. Um, and it, I I was pretty neutral on him on him before this year, but he here is I'll give my argument, and I think it's a valid argument for him winning Most Improved Player of the Year because at the end of the day, Laurie did take the biggest jump when you think about it. He was in, he, we did top one hundred in the beginning of the year. He was not in either of our top one hundreds, but. That's wild that he was in none of ours. He would probably be in our top 30. Yes. He had a top, he had like a top 25 season this year. He's going to be on an all-NBA team. Yeah. Um, it's, the argument for Shea is, I think, at least for me, my view of him before this season was, he is a good young leader on a bad team who's going to get a lot of shots up and he's just going to get better statistically mm-hmm. and which he did um i don't think anybody was super surprised well we were surprised that he jumped to 31 a game but everyone knew he was going to go up um and so the difference is i would rather have somebody take the jump from a guy who can lead a bad team slash second best player on a, on a good team to 
somebody I can see leading a franchise. Okay. I legitimately can see Shay leading the Thunder as a franchise. Yeah, whereas like Laurie is just a really, really good second option. Yeah. You think is his ceiling? Yeah, honestly. And I don't even know if he would be a really good second option on a on a great team. Yeah. On a contender. Yeah. Um, and maybe I'm just hating even more. But I think it was it was obviously impressive what both of them did. And Laurie took the biggest jump. So mm-hmm. yes, he should be favored. But in my eyes, if I'm the Thunder, I have my guy. He is getting he can get yeah. to his spot. He hits mid range shots. I think the only guy that's in my eyes better at mid range right now is Kevin Durant. Yeah. Um, he's smart when it be, when it comes to three point shots. He gets to the line more than anybody, and he's efficient from the line. And it's and so it's like, I I don't see Lori. I I I would I value jumping from a top forty five, mm. top forty player to top fifteen, more than I value jumping from out of the top one hundred to top. 30 or top 40 or whatever you want to say it yeah it's it is one of those things where like it's probably more difficult because sga in my eyes is getting into like elite point guard elite elite area yeah i think he's legitimately giving a case to be top 10 in the nba as a as a player if he can yeah i mean if he continues on this trajectory i mean he's about to be 25 which weirdly is the same age as Lori. Yeah. Um, and I get that. I just, Lori just jumped so much in every statistical category. Like that I, mattered. I, and I also think we see that more often than we see people doing the jump that Shay did. Yeah. Like did, did Ja win most improved last year? I think so. Yeah. And that's basically what Ja did. What Shay did this year is what yeah. Ja did last year, except he did it better. Ja just did it, or Shay did it later. Yeah, he did it later. Like he later was in his career for longer. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, the, the, I will say this though about Shay. Mm-hmm. If Shay was gonna win it, like I think people already thought he was too good. Not too good in the sense of like, like the year before he averaged twenty four and a half. Yeah, that's seven points though. It is, but like Lori. Scored 28 and jumped to like 11 points. Yeah. And I get so it. it is, it's tough. I get like, I definitely agree with you as far as like, I value the jump from like a top 40-ish player to top 15 to 10 player. Yeah. Then outside the top 100 to top 30. Yeah. But I would still vote for Lori because... His shocked me more. Yeah. Like, I, Shay doing what he's doing, yes, is like surprising, but it's not yeah. like, oh, wow. Yeah. You, I definitely couldn't see this. You were also high on Shay already. Yeah, I'm, I was already a big fan. Like, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I'm pretty shocked. I, I, I didn't think Shay would ever be mm-hmm. able to get into this, this elite level. Like, he is. Really? Yeah, I had him at 33rd. I, I, mean, I, if I were to redo my top 100, like, and include, I mean, it's just weird with all the people missing games, but he had a top 
eight season, probably. Season-wise, yeah, he's 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 up there. Because there were so many guys that missed so many games, mm-hmm. it's like hard to put them. Yeah, it it is tough, but I'd have to give it to Lori. Like I, I did not, I thought the Jazz were gonna be terrible. Yeah, which they ended up being t- terrible, but but that's because they wanted to be. Yeah, I think if they wanted to make the play, and they would have. Yeah, there was the <laughs> there was the quote from the. GM like with a week left in the season. Now some people are saying this is the Dallas GM that said this, but it was literally I wish we lost more games. That's such a Danny Ainge thing to say. That's what I. I mean, I immediately thought that's a Jazz. Yeah. And then the whole Dallas thing happened. Yeah. Uh. All right. Well, should we move to uh, defense player of the year? Yeah. Who now, is we're your doing- vote going to for defensive player of the year? Who would you vote for? Again, this is just who I would vote for. Yeah. If I had a vote. Yeah. I don't care about the odds at all. I know this guy doesn't have a chance of winning it. But it's Bam. It's Bam out of Bio. Wow. I'm being completely honest. I don't see how... <coughs> I, I honestly don't understand how you can watch all these guys and say that Brooke Lopez and Jaron Jackson are better at defense than Bam or more important to a team's defense than Bam. And and if you want to say, well, the Heat are the – they were the seven seed at the end of the regular season and they're finishing as the eight seed um, after the play-in, I think that's a dumb argument. Yeah. Because their defense was still good. Yeah. The Heat finishing eighth was not because of their defense. No. And so why would why would you punish Bam for defense player of the year because of their record? That doesn't make any sense. And Jaron Jackson, I mean, he, I, in my opinion, he did better this year than he usually does. Yeah, with foul getting fouls and um, not playing many minutes, but he's still not even playing thirty minutes a game. Yeah, Bam played almost seven minutes more than him per game. That's so, like, just being on the floor. It's over you, half a quarter. First of all, I think Bam is just simply better at yeah. defense than Jaron Jackson. Yeah. On, on every facet. You can you can make the argument Jaron Jackson's better at rim protecting, but Bam is just not at the rim as often as Jaron Jackson. I think he would get a similar amount of blocks if he, all he was doing was yeah, playing defense like Jaron Jackson. Bam, but the thing is, the reason Bam's not there is because he has... He could able to switch. Yeah. And so he'll switch on a guard out in the perimeter. Yeah. All day. He he will seek out a switch. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He wants those matchups. Yeah, he can go he can legitimately guard one through five comfortably. Jaron Jackson, I mean, you're not mad about that happening. But no. you want him to stay down low and get his blocks. And yeah, who exactly. knows if those block numbers are legit. Yeah, we <laughs> at this point. We all know the uh how it's a little bit favored down there in uh in Memphis, yeah the the stat um, the stat guy is a little a little uh, it's something crazy. Biased. Um, yeah, his home blocks is much higher than his away blocks. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, but I, I just when you look at Bam's versatility, he makes more clutch plays. I think on defense, we saw one tonight. Yeah, against the Bulls, blocked a shot that pretty much sealed it. Um. I don't know. Even if Bam is worse at defense, he's on the floor for seven more minutes a game. 
And so I'd rather have that guy. He's more valuable on the defensive side because he's legitimately legitimately just because he is on the floor longer. He's on there for literally half a quarter longer. Yeah. Which is crazy. And then when you talk about Brooke Lopez, he's just I mean, you gave this you you were telling me your reason for not having Brooke Lopez earlier was just he he's on the Bucks. They have Giannis and Drew Holiday. I mean, if they didn't have Brooke Lopez, they wouldn't be that much worse. If you're going to give a Defense Player of the Year award to someone on the Bucks, Brooke Lopez is the third option, in my opinion. And I don't think that's a crazy take. Like, he's a great defender, but yeah. he's the third best on his team. Yeah. You know? Now, I, I, the only one thing I will say is Drew Holiday is able to play better defense and riskier defense because he knows he has Giannis and Brooke Lopez there. And so Yeah. I think if I mean if you're if you want to take Drew Holiday at, as like a all NBA defensive team, um a lot of that credit should go to the the front court they have. That's true. But I I, I will say like obviously players can get better as their career goes on, even in their thirties. Yeah. But Drew Holiday's always been Yeah. A great he, defender. Yeah. No matter who he had on his team or what, you know, Brooke Lopez became a great defender. Yeah. In Milwaukee. Yeah. But yeah. But I, I respect the pick. You know how I feel about Bam Adebayo. And even though he's been frustrating the Heat in general have been frustrating for me. Uh, yeah. but Bam did have his best year statistically. Um, and there was moments defensively where I thought he could be better, but I still think as far as versatility, him and Giannis, the most versatile defenders and the person that I gave my vote to wasn't Bam, but it's the third most versatile defender in the NBA, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I gave my vote to Evan Mobley. Wow. Yeah. I, um, same thing with you with Jaron Jackson. He's just not on the court enough, and yes, he gets the shot, the block shots, but that's not as important to me as being able to switch. Yeah, I just have always really, really valued that because you put your team in a bind if you can't switch. Yeah, um, no matter how good of a paint presence you are. And Brook Lopez, you know, I you said what I've said about Brook Lopez, he would be third out of those three if I was ranking them. Yeah, but. Evan Mobley is the best defender on the best defensive team. Um, yes, he's yeah. a second year in the league, but he's already this good at defense. Yeah. Um, and and that's on anybody and everything. That's the take right there is he's the best defender on the best team. That's how they've done it really in the past. Yeah, that's how it usually is given out. I think, honestly, it might the, the only reason he isn't getting as much – like he is getting some love. Like he he's probably gonna finish third or fourth in yeah. uh, in the standings. For but the you remember my year. you remember my take about the defense player of the year award. It's political. It is political. It doesn't. You need. I think I can't remember how I phrased it, but I phrased it in a way of like, you need a year where they like recognize yeah. that you're really really good at defense. Yeah. Or two, you need like a couple of those years, and then you're like allowed to win it. Yeah. If that makes sense. And you have to. Like Marcus Smart kind of changed it, but you got to not be a guard. Yeah, that's true. Like it's Marcus Smart has had had to be just the most annoying guy in the world yeah. to be able to get a defensive player. Ugh, 
It's okay though. It is what it is. But yeah, I I respect you picking Bam. I know you. Yeah. I know you like Bam a lot. Yeah, I don't know how you can't love him. Like I get oh, it. Yeah. Offensively, he does some things that are questionable. But yeah, tonight was rough. But he got seventeen, eighteen rebounds and yeah. played absolutely insane defense the whole night. But yeah, should we do MVP? Wrap absolutely. this wrap this episode up. This oh, weird sporadic. Who do you, you think is gonna win the defense player of the year? I think my hunch tells me that it is going to end up going to Jaron Jackson. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I just, I really hope it's not Brooke Lopez. Yeah, I was, th- and I was talking to you earlier because I was like, I think, it, I think they might give it to Brooke Lopez. Um, but I don't know. You know what just, it would feel like if they gave it to Brooke Lopez? Yeah. I don't know if you remember, but it'd feel worse. It would be feel worse than that year where they gave it to Marcus Saul. Uh, that's exactly what I thought of. Yeah. You know, I used to get them mixed up dude i'm not gonna lie like <laughs> Brooke lopez seven, and seven years ago i used to get marcus all and brooke lopez mixed up oh that's amazing they're just two like i mean i don't know i guess they were kind of they weren't that similar like they were kind of similar because brooke lopez didn't really shoot the idea of brooke lopez winning defense player of the year means in my head that like the way i view zubats now yeah like, that's like him winning defense player of the year one year. Yeah. Like, at some point in his career, like 10 years down the line. Yeah. Like, what? But yeah, I think it will go to Jaron Jackson. Yeah. Bam had a plus 16, by the way, tonight. I mean, they won by 11, so. Yeah, that's true, but, but still. He usually does good in plus minus. Yeah. It's usually when he's off the floor that we really struggle. All right. Here's where it matters. To wrap up our first episode back. Yes. Next episode will be some playoff predictions, but yes, MVP. Who would be our vote for the NBA MVP? Do you want me to go first? Yeah. My vote. This better not be the same. For MVP. I swear if it's the same. Is Giannis. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Which Giannis is third right yeah. now and everything. Yeah. But this is my vote. Okay. <clears throat> this isn't who I think is going to win. You, you rec- yeah, you recognize he's not going to win. Oh, yeah. I know it's not. I know Giannis is not going to win. Okay. But he'd also be ridiculous if you picked anyone else outside of those three, yeah. I think. You're just really trying oh, yeah. too hard to be different. You don't think Tatum's in? No. Okay. Any other year, Tatum would be top three easily. Okay, thank but you. But this year's just crazy. Sorry. Like, yes. I feel, I, feel for, I, agree. I feel for you as a Celtics fan having Tatum. It was kind of unbelievable that he was – not unbelievable, but he was the favorite for – after the first like 25 games which says so much at him for him as a player yeah. to like even be in the conversation with these yeah. dudes who are having all career years but Giannis is my MVP um best record in the NBA I also looked at the team each team's record when they played like Giannis's record as a whole, not the Bucks record, but yeah. Giannis's record, Jokic's record, and Bede's record. Yeah. Giannis had the best win percentage. Yeah, not like by a lot, but by like enough to where it was worth yeah. noticing. That's not surprising. Um, he was like forty-two and fourteen when he played. Yeah, this year. Um, also, ninety-nine percent of nights, or maybe that's a stretch, but most nights, Giannis is the best defensive player and offensive player on the floor yeah and i just really value yeah. that you know how i am with defense 
at least 80 to 85 percent of games yeah 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 and best rebounder yeah a lot of the time too oh yeah um easily like Jokic is a better playmaker than Giannis and a better shooter than Giannis yeah um and Bede's a better offensive player than Giannis yeah just score and he's you know but Giannis is has all of the things yeah like and some you can you can maybe say Embiid is better at one-on-one defense, but it depends, depends on, on where, the, where you are on the court. Depends on where and who, yeah. But yeah, but that's my 2022-2023 league MVP votes is going to go to Giannis. Um, I just I've always been a big Giannis fan, and Jokic would be second for me. Okay, and Embiid would be third. All right. But again, it's like marginal. Yeah. Like it's so close. But yeah, who's your pick? Okay. So we didn't have the same pick on this. Wow. The first time we didn't have the same well, we didn't have the same pick for defense player of the year. Yeah. Um So to be honest, I mean I kinda wanted to think I wanted to kinda get to Giannis. Like I honestly yeah. wanted to give everybody their fair share. But just looking through everything, um, it was hard to give it to Giannis over over these other guys. I get um, it. I get so Giannis it. is actually third for me. Okay, I, I completely understandable. With like, it's that close. I have Joel Embiid as okay. my MVP. Now, here's the thing: is every I'm, I'm an advanced analytics guy. Why are you laughing? It's just <laughs> you're a big Kendrick Perkins fan. I can tell. You know, you both of us are clearly against the white man. Yes, um, winning his third in a row. Um, so no, I'm just, uh, I get, I think I'm just casual, you know, taking the favorite. Um, but well, also you had a firsthand experience of Joel Embiid against your team towards the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah. I guess him dropping 53 on us maybe scarred me a little bit. Well, you did have Luke Cornette guarding him for a lot of that. Yeah. We didn't have Robert Williams. I don't feel bad about it. We almost won that game. I don't care. Still got the two seed. I don't even care. I don't even care about it. You don't even care, obviously. obviously <laughs> I, I don't even care. Obviously, you knowing the specific <laughs> amount of points that he got means you don't care. He got care. over half of their points. Um, you know, it does, none of it matters at the end of the day. You know, don't care. How many times am I going to say at the end of the day? Um, <laughs> here's why Joel Embiid is my... I don't know if this is going to make logical sense, but it made sense in my brain. Now, Jokic leads in like every... Advanced analytic, obviously. He's Jokic. It's because of his passing. But if you don't know how to interpret these advanced analytics, and I think most people don't, I don't a whole lot. I try to. But I, I, what I really look to know is what are they outweighing compared to how valuable I think a player is. And so when it comes to player efficiency rating when it comes to um like win shares or box plus minus all of it um for for player efficiency rating a lot of it is outweighed by um rebounds so you're going to see a lot of big men that's why you see the top three are um you know usually Giannis, Jokic, and Embiid um but if you just have more numbers, if you legitimately just have more numbers, like Jokic, 
you're probably going to finish higher. And he just simply did with the assists, with the rebounds, with the points. Um, now, he had like seven and a half less points a game than Embiid, which is pretty significant. But even with all of the, you know, he had higher true, Jokic has higher true shooting percentage. He um, is just more efficient in general um, because he doesn't take the same kind of shots as Embiid. He ha- is going to have a good player efficiency rating, but he it's only 0.1 higher than Embiid. And then it's everybody else. Giannis is actually pretty decently below yeah, yeah. both of them. Um, and what you'll find that's interesting is Jokic's win shares and box plus minus is head and shoulders way above everybody else. And here's why. The Nuggets are a pretty good defensive team in general because they got KCP, they got Aaron Gordon, um, Mike Malone is just a good coach. Even guys like a like a Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown. Yeah. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. isn't great at defense, but he's long enough to close out and just draw everything down to the um, basket. And so they're great at perimeter defense. That shows up in Jokic's defensive box plus minus and Jokic's defensive, um, what is it? defensive uh win shares. Win, win shares yeah and so that adds to the overall win shares that adds to the overall box plus minus it makes him seem like a better defensive player than he really is like for for instance Nikola Vucevic is second in defensive um win shares I believe and we just watched him last we just watched him tonight and yeah uh, he's terrible he's not a great defender he's terrible um, and so you you really got to understand, like, when you're looking at some of these stats, it some of it's dumb. Um, it's literally just because Vucevic is on the Bulls, who statistic, statistically were one of the best defenses in the NBA, points-wise. And so Embiid is just way better at defense than Jokic. And I don't need to look at any, you know, even Embiid had a higher defensive win shares rating than, than Jokic, um, which is surprising because in the past Jokic has been like top three, which shows the, the bad part of using these, these stats. Like he's first in defensive box plus minus Jokic. Yeah. Head and shoulders above everybody else. Um, and so I don't love looking at those stats unless you're looking at it in the right lens. Um, and so when it comes to defensive value, it's a lot of eye test. Yeah. And Embiid is just so good when it comes to, I mean, he can switch, a, like he can hold his own on the perimeter, oh, yeah. but, um, he just cannot get back down and Jokic does. Now Jokic can back people down on the offense and we see it all the time, but I, I just slightly overvalue compared to Jokic. I, I value higher Embiid's points per game and his defense more than Jokic's playmaking. Because that's we when you talk about one player over the other. Yes, I I don't love like having to put down another person. Yeah. I'm not putting Jokic down. I'm seeing what do I with when it comes to what stands out about each of these guys, because they all can score well, they can all rebound well, 
They can all do the little things well. We have to look at what stands out with them. And Jokic is playmaking, Embiid it's overall scoring um, and intensity when it comes to, you know, getting the other team's bigs fouled out. Yeah, um, which is huge. Yeah, getting to the line and just being efficient when it comes to shooting. Um, and then Giannis, it's the two-way, um, like, versatility on defense and everything like that. I will take the 33.5 points a game mixed with the elite defense that you get from Embiid over Jokic's honestly subpar defense with his elite everything else. And I think you see that in the record or in the record. Um like well, I guess they have the same record, I think. Yeah, or Jokic's record is like one um win better, but um I don't know. It's like close. I saw I saw those two were closer than Gian- Giannis was like a little bit ahead of them. Yeah. But no, I'm just I'm proud of you, man. That was a long that was long. The reason I'm proud is because for those of you that haven't known Drew as long as I have when it comes to basketball, most of the time he's an analytics guy. Yeah. And he just gave an MVP vote. He didn't want to use this phrase, but he gave it based on the eye test. Kind of. This is a growing moment for you. I mean, he's still like... Obviously, he's one less like player efficiency rating. Than yes, but like Jokic. you used the eye test. Yeah, you watched them play, and you had you formulated an opinion of who you think is a better player this yeah. year. Yeah, and I, I I support it. You can't go wrong with any three of them. No. I genuinely think, though, I think Embiid will win it. Yeah. I don't think they're he, gonna. He's the slight favorite. They're not gonna give it to you. They're not gonna give Jokic back to back to back. They're not gonna allow Jokic. Well, they're racist. To be, so well, that too. Um, so they might. Uh, good, I mean, good thing we don't have a vote, like an actual vote, because yeah. then we would technically, you know, be racist against Jokic by, by that logic. Because oh, all because voters are oh, racist. all voters are racist. Yeah, and Gosh. so. It sucks that I have the same last name as that but, guy. But three, yeah, three years ago they weren't racist though. Mm-mm. No, no. <laughs> hey, bless you, man. Sorry, guys. I apologize. Hey, that was not a super loud sneeze. Usually your it sneezes felt, are crazy loud. It felt like pain just shot. You through. need some water or something? Nah, man. I'm just actually no. You're sick. I'm fine. Don't, don't drink from my. Yeah, exactly. Oh, is that a new bottle? Yeah, I just yeah I bought that because um, I break like every water bottle that I get. Well, it's because Drew does this thing where he puts his okay. freaking water bottle in the door of his car, and then he forgets it's there, and then he opens his door to get out of his car, and it just falls onto the ground. It makes this super loud noise. But that's not even how I broke it. And then if especially bro, especially if we're parked somewhere that's like slanted slightly, it'll fall and then roll. Yeah, it'll, it'll roll under, away. Get under the car. And then we'll kind of be there for a little while. So, of course, this water bottle is going to break eventually. No, but I dropped it because I had too many things in my hand. I was trying to unlock my car, open it, and I dropped a bottle. And it's like a weird one to where there's a button on it to like open the top of it. 
and I actually caught the bottle with my foot, like most of the bottle. Like I kind of, you know, like a soccer like trap. Just kind of tapped it, yeah. And it was probably just going to fall on the bottom of the bottle and just, you know, make a dent. No, no worries. Should have just let that happen. Instead, it hits my foot, but also the top of the bottle hits the ground as it's hitting my foot. And the button of it, it's just plastic, just breaks off. And so it doesn't close anymore. So I really just need to get another top, which is funny because one of our friends got me a new Friends is a strong top. It's a yeah. strong word. She, uh, she's a, she's just someone we know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, really, it's just because we're friends with her husband, yeah, right? Yeah, that's and true. That's really what it is. That's a good point. But she got me a new top because another plastic part of the top was broken. But, but that part had nothing to do with, you know, opening it. That's just how you carry it. I don't know why I'm doing hand gestures. Yeah, you're literally no, looking at me. <laughs> One, like I've never seen your water bottle before, even though I have. And you're doing hand gestures, and it's great. Yeah. The people at home won't be able to appreciate what I'm appreciating. You know exactly. Right you, you can, I'm giving great imagery here. Yes. But I'm the only one that's able to appreciate it, unfortunately. God, we suck at this. We do, and it's been, we've been talking for a while. No one's listening at this point. Yeah. Um, all right, let's stop recording, and then restart recording and give our yeah we have to takes. give our predictions. Um, gosh, what episode is this? Like twelve, thirteen? Or I something? have literally no idea. I could not tell. No, do we really have twelve episodes? That'd be feel pretty good know. if we have twelve. We have like eleven. I think we had eleven really? episodes. Bro, we were consistent. <laughs> we were decent. Okay? We were doing, we were we were doing all right there for uh, a second. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, follow us on all the things. Yep. Um, yeah. We're really bad at this, but we're excited to be back. Share it with your friends. Yep. If you know, if you hate your friends and you want to annoy them, next send, episode send them better. this podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, put the music in... Now. See you guys. Peace.